again. It's another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. I am your host, Rick Saratella. We're moving. We're grooving. We can't stop. Won't stop getting closer to the third annual Cobb's Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. Testing out some new equipment here. This live radio, and uh, we're really excited to bring to you the third annual Cobb's Gridiron Showcase and Symposium in Bedford, Texas. We will be having our Cobb's Gridiron Showcase roster announcement show tomorrow. That's Wednesday, December 28, 2016, 10 a.m., on location at the Parabolic Performance and Rehab NFL Combine Training Facilities in Hackensack, New Jersey. We will announce the rosters. We are uh, anticipating a few of the players on the show as well. So with that being said, we hope you tune in. You can watch the live stream on the College Gridiron Showcase website, cgsallstar.com. And today we'll be talking to one of the quarterbacks, in the Cos Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. He is none other than Bryant quarterback Dalton Easton. He joins us today on the Defiance Fuel Water Hotline. We welcome him into the show right now, as a matter of fact. And how are we doing today, Dalton? I'm great, Mr. Saratella. How are you? Doing great. And, uh, you know, we're excited to see you showcase your talents down at the Cos Gridiron Showcase in Bedford, Texas. And, I believe you also competed in the FCS Scout Bowl, uh, from my understanding. So let's start there. Uh, how was that experience? What did you take away from it? And uh, what are we looking forward to moving on to the showcase? Oh, that was a great experience. Um, it was an honor to be able to go down to Daytona Beach and compete down there. Uh, I learned a lot, you know, uh, especially learning that there's a lot of good talent no matter what school you go to. So if you're even, at, even if you're at a small school, you know those kids can play just as well as the big schools. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to the showcase on the 7th and can't wait to get started on that. Well, you know, since you brought it up, let's head over to that small school label that you'll be fighting coming from Bryant College. I'm uh, very familiar with the program. I went to school up in Providence, Rhode Island at Johnson & Wales University, so I have really. my finger on the pulse somewhat with the football uh, program. Yes, I do. And we never leave a stone unturned here at the NFL Draft Bible. But, uh, Dalton, you know, what what is it like playing with that chip on your shoulder? Do, does it give you an extra edge? Do you feel like there's a little more something to prove? Because when you get down to Bedford, Texas, there's going to be players from the FBS, the FCS, the Power Five. Does that come into the equation at all when you suit up or – do you think that will just kind of be put out of mind once you lace them up? Oh, no, definitely. I, I think um, I play with a chip on my shoulder. Coming from a small school, I've kind of done that all my life. But it's got to be a controlled chip, if that makes sense. You know, being a quarterback, you can't really get overly excited or out of control. You have to stay within yourself and, and stay focused. And I think I can put that chip on my shoulder, but also stay focused and within myself and not get out, not play with, outside of myself, if that makes sense. No doubt, and, you know, we, uh, we've we been bringing you the names you need to know here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show for over a decade here on Blog Talk Radio. And, Dalton, you know, uh, the, the one thing that stands out about you is uh, a very intricate offense, very complex offensive scheme, a pro-style type of attack. And there's probably uh, a, a big portion of our audience who, who may be hearing about you for the first time. There could be an NFL scout out there. Uh, looking to gather more information on you. So 
let's hear from you. I mean, take us through that Bryant offense, the uh, complex kind of scheme that you ran, and, you know, maybe hit us with one of your favorite plays when, you know, this play was called title, and you kind of start licking your chops saying, hey, you know what, we got an opportunity for six here. Well, the offense, uh, it was definitely very, very complex. Um, I originally went to the University of Akron out of high school, and that offense in comparison to one at Bryant was, you know, much easier to learn. We would install it within three days. And then when I got to Bryant, my first spring there, it took about a week and a half, almost two weeks, to install the full playbook. Um, so that was a, a big change to me. It was a big kind of shock almost. I, I didn't think that would be the case at Bryant. Um, but, I mean, it it's a very, very complex offense, very detailed. And, and when you when you get a bunch of guys who buy into the offense and um, do their part, you know, it, it really clicks at times. And I guess my favorite play would be, uh, well, one that I know always scores. When we get in the red zone, right around like the 20-yard line after the sudden change, we always go to gun left slot zoom fake Ringo wheel, H-wheel swing. Um, that's just one of them. That's kind of a, a shorter version of it. Uh, we can also do a, a bunch of tags with it, but I don't really want to get too detailed into the offense and give away their stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no doubt about it. It sounds like you're ready for Gruden camp. Can we stick with that <laughs> one play? You take, take me through, like, when you're walking up the line of scrimmage on that one particular play. What are you reading? Are you reading the safety? Are you reading the alignment, the box? And then take us through your progressions if you don't mind. Well, we all, first first check always is the box um, in the offense. Uh, Got to make sure we have good numbers to run the ball. And a pass play is not really as important. We still, it's a habit at this point in my career, so I just always check the box. Um, we start off with, so we're in the gun, the back, the back, the fullback to my right, halfback to my left, tight end on, on the right side with the receiver to the right. Um, we have, the, we have the guy in motion from the left so that it determines the coverage for me. Uh, once I see man, I know it's easy touchdown, basically. It's how, pretty much how it was. We ran it. Um, so I catch the snap, fake inside zone to the back of my left. Uh, I know I'm hot if I, if I get two off my right side um, for the swing, which is my hot throw. And then I go from the post to the wheel and then the extra wheel behind it. So it's kind of tricky for a defense. You know, we have a post coming with a wheel, and then normally most offenses only run one wheel up the sideline. And we have the back coming uh, free release and up the sideline as well. And then the other back to my left ends up in the flat with a swing route um, for my hot throw. We're talking with Dalton Easton, Bryant quarterback here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. As you can tell by listening to him speak, very intelligent quarterback. And Dalton, I must tell you, I've probably gotten close to 50-player uh, questionnaire interviews filled out already, and yours was one of the most, if not the most uh, elaborate, well-written, perfect grammar interviews uh, that I've received of the bunch. And uh, it's a very <laughs> rare thing, believe it or not, that uh, players are unable to uh, submit uh, a well-written interview, and yours had no flaws, and that kind of stood out to me. So I am um, thinking here that you are probably big on studying the playbook, big on film study tendencies. How much time do you spend in the film room? And, you know, you said you picked up the Akron playbook in about three days. How long did it take to kind of master this Bryant playbook? Well, thank you for the compliments, first of all. Um, you know, the Bryant playbook, um, 
you have an idea of it after the first week or the first week and a half of install. Um, you kind of know I write, okay, I then go to the right and everyone else, where everyone else lines up. But you don't really have a master, you know, know, like the back of your hand for like, I would say a full spring or maybe in a full camp. Um, I got there in spring of, I want to say 13, maybe 14, um, if I'm not mistaken. And it took me the full spring and then the training camp up until that season for me to really have a comfortable grip and understanding of the offense. Um, but up until my, and then my, when I became a senior, you know, it was kind of just rolling off my tongue. It was part of me, you know. I kind of it was I knew it like the back of my hand. Honestly, it was it was very easy to learn. And, and once you master an offense like that, it kind of it kind of helps you a lot. You know, it's hard to stop on defense. You know, Dalton as the quarterback. Uh, teammates are always looking at you as the leader, whether good or bad. The quarterback, whether good or bad, takes probably too much credit when you win, maybe too much blame when you lose. But during times of adversity, players are always going to look at the quarterback body language. What's his reaction? How's he responding on the sideline? And, you know, one of the telling tales of a football team is always what happens on the sideline. I'm curious to know, as the quarterback of Bryant, were you a guy that, you know, took a guy aside and spoke to him one-on-one? Did you immediately correct him uh, on the field? Did you uh, have to ever, you know, call the team together at the halftime and, and, and be the one to speak up or call a players-only meeting? What kind of leader are you? And give us an example of where your leadership came into play during your career. Um, I think I'm a – you know, when I first got to Bryant, I wasn't really as vocal as I normally am. Um, I was more to myself, just put my head down and worked hard and kind of try to lead by example. Um, but as my career went on, I kind of realized that, you know, you need to speak up and leading by example wasn't really enough. Um, you, need, you need to voice your opinion, you know. Uh, by the time I was a senior, I was 23 years old, so I was a lot older than most of the guys. And in reality, they kind of looked up to guys like me and the other captains on the team. Um, so I, I kind of became more of a vocal leader as I was there longer. Um, I mean, every game there's adversity, so you got to kind of stay, stay fiery, stay, stay aggressive, stay focused on the game and not get, you know, distracted by, oh, wow, we're up 21 points right now. We can just, you know, let loose of the rope. Uh, you got to really stay intact and together. Um, and I think that was kind of my role, uh, as one of the captains was to kind of keep the team together as a unit, um, you know, help the young guys on offense. Cause we had a lot of young guys on offense this year, especially at running back. Um, and I just kind of had to you know, in the huddle, you know, to make sure he knew what he was doing, the running back was doing. Um, when we got to the sideline, if he messed up, you know, um, it's all right, man, get the next play, we'll, we'll correct it in film. Uh, we got to win this game right now, you just move on. Um, there was probably a couple games this year where we had a, you know, talk at halftime as an offense, especially. Uh, we weren't really clicking like we used to be, like we usually are. Um, I brought, you know, the starters together. I said, you know, this is, this is what we do. You know, we're one of the best offenses in the conference, we, you know. Um, we've had success all year. Don't don't think just because we've had a bad quarter or bad half, a bad drive, that means that we're going to have a bad game. You know, come to halftime, make your corrections, make your, you know, adjustments, and then go out there in the second half and, and, and do what we've been doing all year, which is putting up points and putting up good yards and keep the defense off the field. Um, so I think I'm a, a vocal leader who works very hard. Um, doesn't really, you know, I'm pretty humble, I would say. I don't like talking about myself at all. Um, but, you know, I, I think I'm a vocal leader who works hard is a team player and, and is really about winning. 
Yeah, big points, big plays. He is Bryant quarterback Dalton Easton, a name you need to know for the 2017 NFL Draft, and we'll be following Dalton's path to the draft over at NFL Draft Bible at NFLDraftBible.com. And we mentioned the accolades, Dalton, uh, All-NEC, All-New England uh, selection, school record, 2,855 passing yards this past season, 28 touchdown passes, a Northeast Conference record of all-time single season, and then single season school records for completions, attempts, yards per game, and total offense. Uh, what was the reason for this great success this past year and throughout your collegiate career? Dalton, who do you give the credit to here? Aside from yourself performing, was it a coaching? Was it the offensive line? Was it team chemistry? Was it senior leadership? Maybe all of the above, but what were the <laughs> key ingredients to success, do you feel? I think it was all of the above, um, a little bit of everything. Uh, first of all, the coaches did a great job of, insta- you know, like I said before, installing an offense and taking the time and having the patience to, to really get detailed. And, and, and even though it takes a week and a half, by the time that week and a half is over, we really have a good grasp on it. Um, the offensive line for the three years that I started there was phenomenal. Um, I think we had at least one all-conference guy every year. Uh, they worked really hard. They always had my back on the field. Um they practiced hard. They played hard. They, they, you know, they were great guys up front. Uh, I had a great running back my first two years, and I had a good group of guys this se- my senior year. But really, uh, Rico McRae was amazing at running back a couple years ago in my junior year. Uh, I had two big tight ends, John Lapp and Ryan Barrett, who were both six five plus. Uh, the receiving core this year was just it was unbelievable. Best the school's ever had. Um, great you know, mixture of everything, a, a possession receiver, an explosive guy, a guy to go to, you know, on third and long, you, you need a big catch. Um, you know, it, it was a great, great fit for this program, for this offense. And I think this year really showed the most um, with three senior receivers, four senior offensive linemen, and then me as a senior at quarterback. I think it, it really ex- exploded and it exploited defenses this year. Um it was definitely a team effort. The offensive line was probably the catalyst in this whole, you know, success. Um, and then the receivers this year were phenomenal. And then I've had a good run game my whole career, so that was pretty good too. Very good. How about um, you know, Dalton? Let's talk about some of your personal skill sets and your strengths and weaknesses, if you can. Give us a little self-scouting report of your game. What you do well what you feel like are your best attributes and maybe something uh, that you're going to work on trying to get better at between now and the NFL draft. Okay. Um, I think my, some of my strengths would be, you know, leadership first and foremost. Um, then accuracy, I would say. Uh, I, I, I really work hard on being accurate. Uh, I stress, you know, in routes on air going 100%. When we get to Skelly in practice, at least 90% and above. Um, and then when we get the team period being 80, 80% or above so that when we get to the game, I can try and be around 60 to 70%. Um, and that's kind of what our coach taught the quarterbacks and, and preached with us. Um, and I think my arm strength, you know, people think it's not that strong, um, but I, I, I beg to differ. I think my arm's plenty strong enough. Um, I think the fact that I'm accurate and throw with great timing, um, that I don't have to throw it as hard sometimes, but when I have to throw it and fire it in there, I, I can make that throw as well. Um, I also think, you know, I'm not an explosive runner in the open field, but I, I uh, have good pocket awareness, pocket mobility. 
um, and I scramble to throw. Uh, I've been told since I was little that, you know, receivers play receiver for a reason, running backs play running back for a reason, and then you're a quarterback. Get them the ball. Uh, don't try and run. When you, when you scramble, look downfield and try and find one of those guys because they're be- usually most of the time better runners with the ball in their hand and make bigger plays. So that's kind of been my mindset in college is, you know, once I scramble, don't pass the line of scrimmage if there's someone downfield that's open. You know, find him. If not, then get out of bounds, slide, whatever you got to do. But try and find your playmakers. Um, I think that's one of my good attributes. Uh, as far as weaknesses, definitely, as you look at me, I'm short. I'm um, just under six foot, probably like right at six foot. Um, I'm not fast, like I said. And, you know, my arm strength, it can get stronger. Of course, you know, there's always room for improvement with stuff like that. And I think that that's what I'm going to work on a lot right now is my speed. Um, with my 40 and my my 510 shuttle, and then my arm strength. You know, I'm going to try and get my arm as strong as I can, so I have confidence when I'm going into my pro day or, or wherever I end up. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the world you'll be diving into. Uh, obviously, you got the Cosbitter on Showcase coming up next week, and then uh, once you get that in the rearview mirror, it'll be strictly these combine testing type of drills that you mentioned. And I'm curious to know how an intelligent guy like you was able to navigate through the agent selection process and figuring out where you're going to train and how to schedule it all into your routine. Uh, Have you weeded through that situation yet? Is that a still uh, fluid process? And uh, a lot of times it could be very overwhelming from the end of the season uh, to the start of combine training. There's a lot of big decisions you have to make in a short period of time. Yeah, um, I basically have it sorted out now, I guess. I, I'm training. Um, I'm kind of in a break right now as we speak at uh, Bomberio Performance Systems in North Miami. Um, I kind of have a connection with one of my old teammates, who's friends with Pete Bomberio, who's the leader of this or the owner of this, of this uh, program. And I'm going to come here and train up until the pro day. Um, and that was kind of an easy decision. You know, I came here last summer, worked here a couple of months, and it was it was great work. Uh, I got much more social, stronger, all that stuff that you need. Um, so I kind of expected to come here close to home. Um, there's a lot of guys coming uh, for the 2017 draft that bring here too, so it's good competition. Um, and as far as an agent, you know, I, I I'm with Jim Ulrich. He represented uh, Bobby Sewell, whose little brother plays on my team, and he was looking, watching my games with um, with Bobby, and he said, you want to represent me, so that's going to be my agent, and then I'm training at Bomberito Performance Systems in North Miami, Florida. All right, well, you're going to be around uh, some big-time prospects at Bomberinos. You'll be around some big-time prospects at the College Gridiron Showcase, and you'll be around a lot of NFL scouts, so you have a chance to flaunt your skill set. Now, a couple last ones here, Dalton, as we wind down. We've been talking on the field, X's and O's, between the lines. How about outside the lines? Give us a a little bit of uh, what Dalton Easton's personality is like. What do you like to do with your spare time? you have a hobby of anything when you're not playing football? Any kind of music uh, favorites you want to share with us? Something we might not know about Dalton Easton off the field. Uh, well, being from Miami, I do a lot of fishing and stuff. And I've been doing it since I was little. Um, my dad actually, his his first job when he was 18 was to uh, spearfish for like a, a boat. And he was one of the, the workers, which was a spearfisherman. And he would get their fish for the day and give it to him, and he'd get paid off of that. 
So he's kind of been doing that all his life and kind of engraved that in me and my brothers and sisters. Um, so I do a lot of spearfishing, a lot of uh, fishing in my off time. And other than that, you know, I kind of just relax, play some basketball every once in a while, which I'm not very good at, but it's fun to go and, and play a little bit with my brothers and some friends. Um, but, you know, just when I'm home, I like to spend time with my family and relax, uh, kind of get away from all the madness of college and training and all that. Um, and then whenever I get a chance, you know, go fishing, go go catch some fish and eat with my friends and family, you know. I'm kind of a laid-back kind of guy, uh, nothing nothing really crazy. All right. Well, I guess with the with the uh, spear fishing, I guess the pinpoint accuracy started at an early age with the hand eye coordination. And you know, I'm gonna get you out of here because I know you are at your training facility, and I want you to get your work in. But we always end every episode here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with this final question: If I'm an NFL general manager, I want you to tell me why I should draft Dalton Easton. Because he's a hard worker with a great attitude and always wants to get better. Um, he's got a, a great will to win. And, um, you know, he's going to work hard to achieve whatever that team needs him, needs him to achieve, whether it's being the backup, being the starter. Um, he's, he's willing to do whatever his, his role is for the team um, and will be well prepared and work as hard as he possibly can to, to be the best at that, at that role assigned to him as he can. Um, he's going he's gonna to be accurate, have a good enough, good enough strong enough arm, with good timing and and work hard up and coming uh, up until his pro day in order to be prepared and ready to get uh, picked up for a camp this summer. And spoken like a well-prepared quarterback, uh, that was going to be my last one, but since you mentioned the pro day, will you have a uh, pro day at Bryant University, or will it? Would, do you not know that yet? Uh, I don't think there will be a one at Bryant. Um, it hasn't been in the past. I think it's going to be the same this year. Um, so far, it looks like we're going to the one at Boston College. Um, that's not 100% set in stone yet, but it's pretty close. So I'm trying to get in the one at Boston College and then maybe even go back to Akron uh, for a pro day if that, uh, if like regulations and rules and regulations wise is allowed through the NFL. So I'm talking with my agent and we're going to sort it out before the time comes. Very good. Uh, and, you know, we can always chat more in Bedford, Texas. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person and getting to scout you up close and personal, as will all 32 NFL teams. So uh, we appreciate you taking some time out of a, a busy, hectic schedule. And, uh, again, we look forward to seeing you down at the Cosgrid Iron Showcase in Bedford, Texas. And uh, thank you very much, Dalton, for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I look forward to uh, competing down there in Texas and having fun. Thank you again. All right, you got it. That's Bryant quarterback Dalton Easton on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show here. Protected by Defiance Fuel Water. Uh, definitely check out Defiance Fuel Water at defiancefuel.com. And uh, we will have more player spotlight interviews leading up to the 2017 NFL Draft. Of course, we have the Cosgridiron Showcase and Symposium Roster Announcement Show tomorrow, Wednesday, December 28th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on location at the Parabolic Performance and Rehab NFL Combine Training Facility, Hackensack, New Jersey. I will be live announcing the roster along with Craig Red, Jose Jefferson, the co-founders of the event. Of course, we also have some very exciting announcements coming on the NFLDraftBible.com. You can follow all of our information 
on the social media world. We do a good job of posting everything and anything on Twitter, at NFL Draft Bible. Once again, your host, Rick Saratella here, signing off.